My name is Charlie, and I am a certified G and a bona fide podcaster. And you can't teach that. And this right here, this is Big Mike, and he's seven foot tall. And you can't teach that. Bada boom, realist guys in the room. How How you doing? How about that one? That, that was good. That was good. It took us three takes. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. <laughs> Lost the words. Didn't know if I wanted to say my name. And so, yeah, yeah, three, three takes. And three lost the charm. There you go. Three, three is the charm. All right, guys. Welcome to another exciting episode. Weird episode, whatever you want to call it, based off of the intro of Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am Charlie. And I am Mike. And today, it's going to be Mike's show. Woohoo! Finally, I get to talk. Uh, you get the whole thing, man. You, I don't know if I can talk that long, but... You, you, know you know what we're going to talk about, the topics at hand. I mean, we're just going to... Whatever you got, we're rolling with it. Alrighty. And that's cool, a, cool. your show. I'm 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 officially giving you the reins. Oh. You can you oh, can boy. you can start it, you can crack it, you can do whatever you want. And I'm starting it now. Take it away, Mike. Alright, boys and girls and children of all ages. Um returning again, the return of the Kraken. Um I just went with a, a Miller Lite, so uh, you know what? Let's get a poppin' or cracking. Ah, ah, heaven, sweet, sweet heaven. All right, there, Charlie. So M- Miller Light. Miller Light, yes. Seriously? It's better than Daniel's Bud Light. I would actually rather drink the Bud Light than Miller Light. Not to each their own. Miller Light is water. No. Yes, no, sir. Yes, it is. No. It is water. No, sir. Like I said, I they, would have been more happy if you would have drank like a um, a Coors Light. No, no, definitely not a Coors Light either. No, Coors Light, Miller Light, absolutely not. If you went Bud Light, I, I wouldn't have given you any grief. Uh, but if you would have went with like a Milwaukee, Milwaukee Best, yeah, you you wouldn't hear anything from me because wow, and I could I've drank Milwaukee Best. I've dr- I drank Milwaukee's Best when I was in high school, dude. I'm just. <laughs> I, well, do you drink the original, the light, or do you drink the ice? I don't know what we what we drank in, back in high school. Because Milwaukee Best, just a little quick. It was the, it was called we called it Milwaukee Beast. So it was, it was <laughs> Milwaukee best. Beast. That's yeah. awesome. And that, well, little little side note: my my grandpa drank Milwaukee Best a Uncle lot. Doc, and, I loved uh, your grandpa. He was a great man. And that um, not not grandpa. Not uh, oh. not my mom's dad. Oh. My dad's dad. Okay. My, my bad. Other side. It's okay. I was like, wait a minute. Who are we talking about? No, not that one. Um, the other grandpa. I don't uh, know your dad's dad. It's so, okay. It's okay. I think I met. Did you? I don't know. Uh, Anywho's. Anywho's. Milwaukee Best was his. I remember him drinking that when I was a kid. Yeah. And so one day I went to through the grocery store and I saw, uh, saw it and I was kind of like, you know what? Sure, let's let's try it. And I tried it, and I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty darn good. I liked it. So, speaking of when we were kids and drinking beer, yeah, with our grandfathers, or well, my grandpa, my grandpa Kilmer, my my dad's dad, 
uh, when I was little, I sat on his lap, and he would buy them little bottles of Hootapole. Yeah. I don't know if they still make Hootapole beer. I think they do, but I don't think I don't think they have the, uh, the oh, bottles. I don't, I don't care if it's the bottles. I want, in honor of my my grandpa, I want to find a bottle of Hootapole or a, a can or whatever, and in his honor, I want one night. I want to drink it, drink it for my grandpa Willie. There you so, go, Grandpa. Rest ne- in peace, the, my friend. The next one's for you. Yes, yeah. next one. Ne- next one's for you. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's get this show rolling. All right. So enough jibber jabber about the beer I'm drinking. I got a beer and a diet coke, so that's going to be fun. And um, I got my water. And Charlie's got his Wawa. <laughs> so. Uh, um, yeah. What's first? What's first? Well, let's talk about the national champion Kentucky Wildcat women's volleyball team. Their first national title. The 21st, I think, in Kentucky, or in Kentucky, either SEC or school program. Each program has won. At least one championship. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. You're, so you're saying this is the 21st national title in the school's history. Yes. Regardless of sport. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, if you would have said it was their, like, no SEC team had, before that had yeah. won. Uh, in, I think Florida's won. won. A, I think when, Florida was the only other SEC team that's won a... Probably the men's, not the women's, because that was a that was something. I watched the game on Saturday yeah. night, and uh, it came across the screen after Kentucky had won that this is the first SEC women's team to win the volleyball national okay, title. Okay. So if Florida did win, it's probably the men's, not oh, the women's. No. So. So. I'm just saying. No, no, no. You're probably right. I, I don't. My memory is not that good. So I was, that's what, I saw the same thing that you saw. And I, so my memories, I can okay. remember, I remember stupid things and I can't remember important things. So, other than that, but congratulations, uh, Coach Skinner and the ladies of UK for winning their volleyball championship. I found it, the more I watched it, Charlie, mm-hmm. and I know we talked before we came on to record, um, the more I watched it, this is the second uh, volleyball game of Kentucky I've watched. And I was I was literally into it. I was screaming at the TV like I was screaming. I would scream at a baseball game or a hockey game or a football game. I'm like, come on, girls, only two more points, two more points, and you win the set. And I was sitting there, I was like, you know, excited. So that's that was my take on it. And I I, I just I love the excitement of it. I mean, it was the first real feeling of joy that I since the COVID era started mm-hmm. and you saw fans in the stand yep. and the confetti and whatnot flow and you saw the Kentucky fans, you saw the Texas fans and you saw them cheering and the girls' dads. Uh, the one girl's dad from Texas was there. I can't remember her name. And um, the two sisters, the Skinner sisters, oh yeah, not related to the head coach, <laughs> but... That their dad was there. I think he was a former NBA basketball player, and so was the girl 
on uh, Texas's team. Her dad was a former NBA or NFL star, and I can't think of their names. But anyway, it was just it was it was exciting. And like I we talked about with uh, last year watching uh, the NHL playoffs. Yeah, it was like I was it was hard for me to get into, you know, watching them and watching these girls play. It brought more. It brought me back in. Yeah, and it just because it wasn't because all oh, it's girls playing. It, it, it's none of that. It was the pure excitement of okay, a championship game, fans in the stand, and you could see the excitement on each player's face and the people in the stands and everything. And I was excited for it. I don't know how you felt about it. But I was like, okay, I'm going to watch women's volleyball, you yeah. know, and get try to get into it. I know I got the bit, I have the Big Ten Network, and it's not Kentucky volleyball, but I'll watch, I don't care, I'll watch Penn State volleyball, I'll watch Purdue volleyball, but when, I just, I, I've grown, grown to the sport now, mm-hmm. so, what, what you, if you, you said you watched the game, so what was your take on it? Yeah, I watched it on uh, Saturday. Uh, me and my family went uh, went out to dinner uh, uh, at a local place called Nuck and Futs. Um, first time my grandma tried saying it, it was freaking hilarious. Oh, I still mess it up. And uh, but um, yeah, it was it was uh, so we're we're there and every TV had that game on except one. And that was showing the UFC fights or whatever the whatever it was two sixty one or yeah. whatever it was. Um, so we're we're watching and we noticed that I think it was Texas was up one set to nothing, and that was like oh I forgot this this was on and we were just like watching it because like I said there's all these TVs in the bar and. It's all volleyball except for the UFC. And so, of course, my family just gets into volleyball. They don't find any entertainment or value from mixed martial arts yeah. or boxing or anything like that. So we uh, we sit there, we're watching dinner, and the more we watched it, the more we got into it. And uh, when we got there, there was apparently a lot of volleyball fans, or, or I wouldn't say a lot, but there was a crowd of volleyball fans in the other part of the bar yeah that every time kentucky would score like a major point or something they would be like yeah and start clapping and everything and and i and so it was like okay they're they're really into this and maybe it was uh, just because they were it was kentucky could have been just because it was kentucky too (laughs) that's that's what i was doing i was like yeah it's kentucky but by the time it came to the last set to where kentucky won yeah uh the title the more I was getting into it, the more I was like leaning in. I didn't finish my food, yeah. I, and I'm just like, "Come on, come on!" And that, and yeah, eventually I got into it. But I mean, I wasn't like jumping up and down when they won, yeah, or whatever. But the people in the other side of the bar, they started going, "Oh, C A T S, cats, cats, cats!" <laughs> you gotta love it. I mean, you, you really do. Yeah, I mean, I. Don't... I wasn't jumping up and down, but I did have I did have my UK hat on, and I was, and of course I'm sitting I'm sitting in my, a room by myself watching it, so <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm a loser. Oh, I got a Kentucky hat on. 
watching a volleyball game and cheering by myself. <laughs> who who cares? Yeah. If, if it if it brings you, like Charlie and I have discussed, it sports brings us joy, and we're fans of the sports that we sport like. And to be honest with you, I I've thought about this after watching that. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind going down to Lexington and watching a game in person. I really wouldn't care. Hmm. It'd be interesting. It'd be a fun, you know, take a few friends, go down a few friends, watch a volleyball game, and then hit the Lexington bars afterwards, and then stay the night in Lexington, come home, or come home that night. No big deal. I just, I thought it'd be a pretty cool idea. Hmm. I'm, you know, I've been, I've been to Rupp Arena once. And the volleyball team doesn't play at Rupp, of course. No, they play at, uh, what's the other one? The, the shite. Uh, I don't know. But they don't play at Rupp. I, I knew it's, I know it's not Freedom Hall. No, that's Louisville. That's Lo- Loserville, yeah. Um, Memorial, Memorial Coliseum, I think. Okay. Something like that. It's where the women, women, uh. Play the U- basketball UK game. women's team plays. Yeah. Basketball team plays. So, I mean... It, you know that uh, it's to me. It seemed like it'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, just anytime I go to Lexington, it could be for anything. It's always a good time. So, but I'm trying to remember the last time I was in Lexington, and then probably about probably three years ago or something. Yeah, and then uh, me and Brittany just went down to Lexington for a day trip. I mean, we just we just kept driving on I seventy one or I seventy five South, and yeah. it was like, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Louisville? Do you want to go to Lexington? And I was like, no, oh, Lexington, not Louisville, not Louisville. And then so we go to Lexington. She was like, okay, what are we gonna do there? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't know we were going to go do anything. Yeah. And then we ended up shopping, having lunch down there, and then we drove back and. Uh, but yeah. I know, I know two, I know two years ago, me and my buddy Ryan, it was like back to back weekends. We went to Louisville, <laughs> or not Louisville, Lexington. Okay. Um, one weekend it was for a UK football game that he had tickets for. He's like, "Hey, Mike, you want to go?" I'm like, "Do you even have to ask?" And then the second weekend, it, it was my Christmas present from him was he got. UK basketball tickets because I've never been to Rupp to watch a UK basketball game. Mm-hmm. It's always the UK basketball games I've watched like live is when I went to Indianapolis for the tournament when the UK and Patrick Sparks were oh, playing yeah. played UC. Yeah. And then uh, I love Patrick Sparks. And then uh, when they played over at US Bank Arena now Heritage Arena. Yeah. So, that's the only other times I've seen Kentucky play live. And he goes, you know what? I got his tickets. Go see for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's your gift. We're going to Lexington. Watch UK basketball. So, I was like, granted, it was against UNC Greensboro. Yeah. I didn't care. It was. I was about to say. It was, you know. It's Rupp Arena. It was in history. Oh, you, History, you legendary place. You don't care who Kentucky's playing. You get to go to a Kentucky game, which I I still have not gone. I have not been to a Kentucky Wildcats basketball game at Rupp Arena. I have been to Rupp Arena, but I have not seen UK play at home. Uh, yeah, I, I've been to Rupp Arena. I watched uh, my old high school 
when they went down for state, it was oh this God, I don't even remember. It was it was been it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And me and my buddy, one of my buddies, we were down there, and we were on the street right next to Rupp, walk, getting ready to walk in, and I hear, Kilmer! You know, out of a car, and I'm like, can I not even go to Lexington and people not know me? But, but it was it was funny. And my buddy, my buddy looks at me and goes, you know people in Lexington? I was like, dude, I... Don't know if it was somebody that I went to high school with, or what it was. I just the car went by too fast. I was like, "Hey, that that one wild time in Lexington." <laughs> I've had numerous, but <laughs> exactly that's probably why they recognized you because yeah, yeah. from one of your many uh, wild adventures. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it is, well, we're not going. I'm not saying it is what it is, but. Too late, you did. It is. <laughs> so, uh, that's all I have on uh, that. Um, hockey news. Yeah. Uh, well, Charlie, this isn't all, all going to be about me. Uh-huh. So, you you more... I can't, How can I say this? You're more you're more the, ho- the hockey guy than I am. I love hockey. You know how I love hockey and whatnot. Yeah. But you... You got your fingers in it more than I do. Well, yeah, I was telling somebody the other day that uh, I um, uh, I was telling somebody the other day uh, that um, they were asking me about like, oh, am I going to watch the NFL draft or whatever? And I told them, no, I, I have no interest in the NFL draft. And he, and they're like, but you do a sports podcast. And I was like, yes, that's why I have a co-host. He's into the he's into the NFL draft. He's into the NFL. I'm in I'm in hockey mode. I will not be out of hockey mode until the playoffs are over. Well, I'm in hockey mode. It's just I I I'm OCD or ADD or whatever, and I have to watch millions of sports to just keep my brain occupied. So, but anyway, yeah, going going to the hockey thing. Uh, so more teams have clinched. Since the last time we aired, uh, we now have Carolina Hurricanes have clinched, Florida Panthers have clinched, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are defending uh, Stanley Cup champions, they have clinched. Uh, The fourth place team in the Central Division behind those three is up for grabs between Nashville and Dallas. Uh, Dallas is five, Nashville is four, Dallas is only down by two points. So... Kurt, your stars are hanging in there, man. You better better hope and pray. Um, <coughs> now for the East, we had the Washington Capitals and the Schittsburg Penguins uh, clinch, uh, who are tied for first at 69 points. The Islanders are in third with uh, 65, and then Boston is at 64 Fifth place team is the New York Rangers. They are down by six points to the Bruins. So, and the Bruins won last night, Thursday night. So that's whoo, definitely Good helps. Bruins. Good yeah, Bruins. definitely, definitely helps. Uh, once again, Buffalo Sabers <laughs> were mathematically eliminated last week, so there's no hope for them. Uh, the only team in the North Division to clinch so far is the Toronto Maple Leafs at 69 points. 
the three teams below them uh, in the four, out of the four are the Edmonton Oilers, the Winnipeg Jets, and the Montreal Canadiens. To, to add to that, yes. because I saw something funny, I saw a meme that said, the, Toron- the meme said, the Toronto Maple Leafs clinched a first round exit in the <laughs> NHL playoffs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry you fans in Canada. Who are who, Toronto who fans. Who are Toronto fans. Yeah. But that was funny and it was too hard. It was, it wasn't it was too hard to pass up yeah. telling, saying the joke, so. Um, yeah, it's, was it, you ever, you seen, I think I shared the meme with you of, uh, of was it Thanos and the uh, six Infinity Stones? Yeah. And it's all, each Infinity Stone is a Toronto Maple Leaf, like, first round loss or, like, uh, something or Toronto Maple Leaf defeat that like just left them in total agony, and somebody was like, "I have all of them now." <laughs> so, um, so go ahead. I, this this just struck me funny with the weird this year, the past year has been. Yeah, and you might hate me for saying this, but I want to say it anyway. Wouldn't it be funny if it wouldn't be funny? It'd be downright shocking. If the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup this year, just just saying hypothetically, with the way the year the year has been and all the weird crap that has happened, yeah, if they won a Stanley Cup this year, it would be very weird. Here's my only here's my only drawback to this is all these teams have only played each other in their. Division in, in their respective division. Toronto hasn't played anybody from the West, hasn't played anybody from the Central, hasn't played anybody from the East. I think we're going to see a lot of teams struggle. I, I think we're going to see what we saw last year, and that is who's ready for this, who's ready to go into the bubble, who's ready for to play all these different teams that they haven't played in a while, and. And just see what happens. I mean, there were teams that crashed and burned. Montreal Canadiens last year was one of them. They got in by the skin of their teeth. And they got knocked out, like, within a week or something. It was like, well, should have seen that one coming. Uh, And they did it all based on win percentage last year. Now you have a designated four that that will earn the chance to go. But all these teams, all four teams didn't play anybody except each other in the during the season so that's why i'm like it'd be weird but it'd be it wouldn't be as weird as if toronto faced somebody outside of the division um when they get to um i think it's was it uh because when i think the way that the playoffs are looking um looking to be like is those four teams will still play each other in the playoffs. So like if the playoffs ended, uh, or let's say the playoffs started today, Boston would be playing the Washington Capitals. Ooh. And, uh, and Pittsburgh would be playing the New York Islanders. So, or the Toronto Maple Leafs would be playing the Montreal Canadiens, Edmonton Oilers would be playing the Winnipeg Jets. So you have all of so you'd still be playing these teams in the division. So you wouldn't be playing anybody new until you got to the conference final. 
And uh, so I think that is really weird. But, I mean, hey, playoffs change the way teams play. Yeah. So it, that could be it. I mean, I mean, just because they're good in their division, I don't think means Toronto has that good of a chance to, you know. Yeah, make, make, it, make it, it far. Yeah, uh, make it just, it, I, it was a thought that it just, I thought it was, would be, I thought it would be weird with how, how this pet this whole past year mm. has been and just like yeah it, it it seemed about right if Toronto would win the Stanley Cup it's yeah. even weirder that the north division the Canada division is in the west so there is a chance that we'll see a Canadian team or there's a chance we could see the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Montreal Canadiens play the Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup final that would be weird. That would be very, very weird indeed. And so finally with the West Division, you have uh, Vegas and Colorado clinched last week. But now you have the Minnesota Wild, who are now tied for second with the Avalanche at 66 points. Fourth place is the St. Louis Blues. Fifth place is the Arizona Coyotes. They are down by five points. And I'm just waiting for the uh, update on the Anaheim Ducks uh, to be mathematically eliminated because <laughs> it's getting it's getting, getting close. Yeah, we're we're not that far off. Eventually, you're going to start seeing all these like uh, mathematically eliminated from contention. It's like, well, when you're eighth in the division and only have 37 points, it, it's pretty much just waiting at this point. It's a waiting game. So, but yeah, we got new teams that clinched. Um, some of the, uh, was it two divisions are three out of four yeah. clinched? Yeah. We're just waiting to see who is actually going to be the division winner. Um, and we're waiting on a couple divisions to crown another two to three. There you go. So, hopefully the Bruins can hang on and get that fourth spot. Uh, but it'll be a battle. Yeah, it will. If it they definitely play, will. If they play Washington, I I kind of hope they don't play Pittsburgh in the first round. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know. It's not that I'm scared of Pittsburgh. It's more of a they just don't want to do it. <laughs> let let let's you know get a let let's knock out Ovi and the Washington Capitals first. Before we go to, like, oh, hey, we're playing the Islanders or the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. But I don't know. You're down by one point by, to the Islanders. 65 points, Islanders, 64 points, Bruins. And you, I think we have another, what, three weeks of I the th- season to go? So, yeah. Because ha- the league had to postpone however many games due to COVID outbreaks. So, I mean, you got three weeks left. I would say that uh, – we're looking at uh, it, it, we're looking pretty close here. Looking pretty close to yeah. filling out that bracket. So, oh, speaking of which, uh, before before we get into any more NHL news, yeah. So how how, how does it feel to be hanging out in the losers bracket? Um, I'm not in your area of the losers. No, bracket. no, you're not in my area of the losers brackets. But how does it feel there, buddy? <laughs> I was fine until a, sa- until Saturday night. Um, I just 
I was I was trailing the whole time, but I mean at least I had I was down by a, a worthy margin um, to where I could pull within striking distance or potentially taking the lead. But Saturday night came and Ryan I just torched you. He yeah, pretty much he torched me, and I picked up a late player. Uh, I, I used all my player acquisitions. Yeah. I was like, this is it. I was like, from now on, it's like you got to start dropping and picking up players if you're going to make it to the next round. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop this person. I'm going to drop this person. I'm going to pick up him, him. And they were just too late because they had really good games in the beginning of the week. They didn't do so well at the end of the week. And... That was it. I mean, I was I was pretty much I was pretty much done by Sunday afternoon because when I checked it, he was up by like twenty, yeah. and I was kind of like, well, that's it. I'm officially knocked out of the playoffs. I go to the losers bracket, and now I'm playing. I somebody I did not think I would see in the losers bracket. Dylan, and that would be Kurt's brother. I'm shocked that I'm playing him and. I didn't really set my roster, but you know what? Just for all all giggles and giggles and, and I'm just and trying I'm, to figure out. I'm gonna check the score here. Oh dear lord, I'm up 104 to 65. Wow. I just well, I, I didn't just, see that one coming. I just want to know why for the second week straight I'm playing Kurt. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out too. I don't know why you're playing Kurt again. I mean, it's bad enough the poor guy lost to me last week. <laughs> and, you know, I'm in the loser's bracket. I'm not going to gloat that, oh, yeah, I'm beating the same guy like five times straight. But, it's you know, I wouldn't mind uh, I wouldn't mind facing you, Mr. Mr. Smarty Britches. <laughs> I was about to say, we kind of tied. We tied this year, again. And that you won one, I won one. We don't know who's the better team, again. I, didn't I tell you that I, I was gonna keep start keeping track of that? Yeah, you said you would. Yeah, well, I'm gonna remind me, remind, remind me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep a, a notebook <laughs> of uh, of uh, my wins and well, victories. We, we've always, like I said, we've always tied every season. You win the same amount, I win the same amount. Nobody is ahead of each other. We've always tied at the end of the regular season. Yeah, and that. Um, so I mean, if you want to keep track of that, I can keep track of it for you. It doesn't matter how many okay. times we've played; we're still tied. Um, I'm, our, not, I'm not saying that I, I don't want to say that I'm being better than you, but you know, it'd be nice. <laughs> you you want to at least come out on top one year? Yeah. Um, you you hate this whole tie stuff. Uh, real quick, if anybody is interested. Uh, here are the semifinals for our um, fantasy hockey league. We have the number five team and my brother's team, the COVID nineteen list, and that, and the only reason he n- named himself that is beca- is because most of his players, I think, in week three or four, ended up on the COVID over list. on the COVID protocol list, and yeah, and. Hey, he managed to come back from that, and, and uh, but he is currently trailing the number one seed um, team, the fifth lane, 
And this is a guy who loves the Columbus Blue Jackets. He he named his team last year Panarin Bread when uh, Pan- when Panarin was still with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And then it was this. He, he changed his name twice this year. Before that, it was... Uh, Something Dubois. Dubois, yeah. Yeah, Dubois. And then when Dubois yeah. got traded to Winnipeg and Patrick Lane came from Columbus, he changed the name. Maybe I, I should change my name to the Mar- the Marshan Bruins or or the or the no. Bergeron Bruins or no I I don't or, think so or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's one forty to one thirteen in that matchup, and they still have tomorrow to play. I think tomorrow everybody's playing. I mean, I got a full roster I got, up for tomorrow. I had a full roster last night and. Uh, my roster is slim pickings tonight, so... I'm pulling for you, Daniel. Believe me, I'm rooting for you. I would love to see an underdog uh, win. And then in the other semifinal game, you have your buddy Ryan yeah. facing uh, Kurt's dad, and Ryan is up by 11 points. 125 to 114. Wow. And so if... Ro- so two years ago, Ryan won, right? Yeah, Ryan. So if Ryan goes back to the finals this year and wins again, he's technically back to back, even though there was a off year last year. So he'd be back to back champion. Oh Lord, don't he better? I hope he's not listening. I don't want him to be listening to this, but <laughs> I, I might actually, I might actually call him tomorrow and be like, "Dude, you realize you might be back to back champions," and he he'll probably be like. I'm the only well out of the brothers, me and Daniel. I'm the only one who's won a fantasy hockey league championship. Daniel has not won, and that's uh, that's why I'm rooting for him. It's like got to complete the set. <laughs> oh wow! So it's going to be a major comeback because he's down by 27 points. So Daniel, I'm pulling for you, bud. I really hope you you pull it out. Um. So, all right, yeah. There's your there's your update for fantasy. I hope you're happy. Um, <laughs> I'm such an ass. Looks like you're gonna play uh, Kurt uh, one more time, eh. and then I, might I don't. I will not set my roster. I, I might. I just might give the guy an easy win. And then I don't know what kind of loser bracket I'm in because whoever wins looks like. I mean, there's three other. Besides yours, there's three other losing bracket spots for matchups, and I'm just trying to think, what is that about? I, I don't know. That's a that's a question you might have to call your brother or, or Kurt about and ask him. Like, I was about to say, Kurt's in charge of the league this year. Daniel uh, let go of the reins for the first time, and all I want to do, and I keep asking him, like, hey, is it my turn next year? And then he's like, no, you'll run it with an iron fist. And I was like, exactly. Yeah, you'll be the one to bring back negative, point, negative points. No, I wouldn't bit. do that. We already have negative points. We already have negative points. Yeah. Every time every time a goalie lets in a, a, a goal, it's you lose half a point or something like that. So I think it's two or two. Uh, uh, point two. Point two. Point two, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, I would bring back negative points. I mean, 
you were cursing like a sailor that oh, one dude. that one time the, when Marshan got a ten minute game misconduct. And I had every right because one of those penalties was bullshit. Because oh here I wanna he tapped he literally gave gave um Ben Bishop a tap on the back of the knee and the guy you want you think flopping in the NBA is ridiculous? This guy just flops on the ice. And he gets called for a penalty. And then he was standing there arguing about it. And I was just like, okay, keep writing. I'm like, <laughs> by the end of the by the end of that time, I was negative ten points. Yeah, I, I remember that because I uh who were you facing that week? Were you facing me or something? I don't know who I don't know who I was facing, but I was literally pissed. And uh, I know you were, because I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck happened? And then you see the two penalties next to Marshawn, and then you click on Marshawn's updated stats, and it says 10-minute game, game misconduct, he was kicked out. So, you were, yeah, you were at negative 10 with Marshawn, and that's how he finished the night. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think it made a lot of people um, made a lot of people question who they were picking up for for um, for points because if it was a person like Marshawn or who's the one guy for San Jose Kane Evander Kane yeah I think it was or Evander um, Kane. or uh, Reeves from Las Vegas I think I this was before Re- I, I think this was before Vegas yeah so. I think it was before Vegas. But I mean, um, guys like that who are known to get into trouble. Malkin, uh, Malkin, Crosby. Um, I mean, there's other guys out there. But I mean, yeah, you you had to do a double take and be like, okay, is it worth picking up a guy who averages four penalty minutes a night? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be that harsh. I wouldn't be that harsh. The only thing I really want to change. This is it. This is this is the only thing I want to change. Here comes the dictatorship. I don't <laughs> like the snake draft. I don't like the snake draft. I, I could do without the snake draft. But. I want to do... You get a spot, and that's your spot for every round. I don't like the snake draft. And it's not because I'm, some, I'm somebody who went, like, first... And then had to wait like till everybody else picked to finally get to my second pick or whatever. It's not that. It's more of a. It's more of a. I just can't stand how. It doesn't matter where Kurt's brother lands. Yeah. He somehow gets a decent team, and it's like, how? How? What did we? Is he in our head? I mean. He must be. He he must be living in our headspace. Yeah, really. So, uh... That's just redonkulous like crazy, man. Well, it happens when you play fantasy. I mean, it it's a weird thing to play. Mm-hmm. So, but, um... Oh, also in NHL news, uh, the Kraken, the, the Seattle Kraken, made their, um, what, last payment, or expansion payment, and now the league... Now they're officially a part of the league, which gives them, you know, to sign players and and trade. They and they will now be part of the expansion draft, 
and that will be this year after the playoffs. Uh, so we'll start seeing uh, uh, potentially lists either uh, from teams who don't make the playoffs and then eventually teams who get knocked out of the playoffs with protected lists and be like, yeah, you can't draft this guy, this guy, this guy, or this guy. And then you're going to see fans cry going, no, not him. He's my favorite player. <laughs> so. Well, it happens in expansion drafts. Yeah. So, I mean, good players go and your favorite players go. So, I mean, it, it uh, I hate saying this. It is what it is, folks. <laughs> and I got to learn how to stop saying that because I, I'm starting Every time I go back to listen to the show, after you know, after we get done recording, recording and editing it, um, it's like I say I know I know it must drive you all nuts, but <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm sitting there listening to myself going, "Er, it is what it is. It is what it is." It's yeah, but any anyway. <laughs> so, um, but I, I mean, it's cool. It's cool that the Kraken are now official. Uh, I can't remember i think they did hire a gm i don't remember the gm's name but they haven't r- disclosed any information on who they're looking at as uh as potential. head co- as potential head coach oh I thought so i mean there was um who was it um boudreau who yeah. we talked about i think a month ago or so uh we talked about uh bruce boudreau and how he was interested mm-hmm. in coaching the new Seattle Kraken, but nobody had reached out to him. And he didn't reach out to Seattle. Yeah. But now that Seattle's official, maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe talks... Maybe, maybe talks, talks will ramp up here. So, um, you have anything else there, buddy? Um, yeah, give me one second here, bud. Alright. So, I mean... But I'm 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 excited I'm excited for this, the Kraken season to get started. Yeah. I've I've actually I think now that you know how I was telling you about that I wanted my own team the Kraken to be my team and not shared with any of my friends and whatnot. Yeah. That's totally going out the damn window. Why? My buddy Doug. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He he likes he watches baseball. He watches the Reds and the Bengals, but I think I told you the story when we've been off air and whatnot. That uh, I I was telling him about the the crack and, and whatnot. He goes, and I, I I couldn't tell if he was being serious or if he was screwing with me. And he goes, oh, I like the name of that, the Kraken. And I was like, do you want me to buy you a shirt or something? He goes, yeah, if you want to. So a couple weeks ago, I bought him a Kraken shirt. He goes, "Yeah, I like this because it was the it was the, the S with the I in the middle, yeah. the tentacle S." He goes, "Yeah, I might, I might." I'm like, "God, dang it!" You, you, it's okay to share a, a team, man. It's okay. I know. I know. I know. It's not that I'm being selfish, but I share I share the Bruins with you, and but that brings a, you and me. More together and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if my buddy Doug likes likes the Kraken, then I've I've drawn another person into the hockey realm. So that in my 
in my books, that's a win for me. Yeah. So there you go. You know. If you want to be a Kraken fan, you have my blessing to go and be a Kraken fan. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to give up on the Bruins. I, I still. I still love the Bruins, but you know that could be my West Coast team. You know the West Coast team. We'll see how they do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do first. If they're like anything like Vegas in their first year, then yes, I'll definitely be. Ve- uh, Vegas was. Yeah, I was about to say, everybody was kind of like, oh, the only reason they're good is because of the expansion draft. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would be I would be trying to impress, too, with all these major talent that you picked up for, I mean, literally for free from every team. I mean, all you had to really do was pick up the player and also be willing to pay out the contract and that in order for him, in order for the player to play for Las Vegas. So... Um, Seattle is now in the market for players that are will potentially be unprotected. And all I'm hoping for is, yeah, so, some players for the Bruins who we like will not be on that list. Um, I know during the uh, expansion draft for Vegas, there were a bunch of guys on the Boston Bruins team, I mean, not the major guys like Pasternak, Rask, uh, Bergeron, Marchand, uh, Chara, and uh, guys like that. They weren't on on that unprotected list. They were protected. But, I mean, there were a few where I was kind of like, oh, no, don't pick this guy. Don't pick this guy. And then you look down the roster or look down at the rosters and you see Nashville. And this was back when I was – bigger Nashville fan and plus they were I think this was the year after Nashville lost uh in the Stanley Cup finals to the Schittsburg Penguins um and that was uh it, it was it was definitely difficult seeing certain guys on the team getting unprotected and there was one I just could not believe Nashville unprotected and literally he was the guy who left and wow. and it was Fisher Mike Fisher. And I could not believe it. I was like, you don't protect Fisher? And, oh, there he goes. It's like, you, you, you seriously didn't see that one coming? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> so. Um, but, yeah, now I've got something. And this actually is really recent. I mean, this is, like, developing since yesterday. I mean, yeah. th- and this is huge because you and me are both Packer fans. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, but Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. He wants to be traded. Apparently, he's had some issues with uh, the front office and the renegotiation of his contract. Um, I think Green Bay wasn't looking to give him an extension. I think that's what part of it is because. Uh, Rogers did say in an article he was looking for an extension. Mm-hmm. It's more of a restructuring of how he gets paid or how much he's going to get paid by the team. He didn't like it. He also doesn't like uh, the front office end of the Packers. Well, he's a... Uh, and so he's looking to leave. Well, he's won, like, last year, last year in an NFL draft, and this year, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes, is... Uh, he was wanting he he was wanting help, you know. I think he was looking for uh, another receiver 
or a running back or somebody to help in the offense, you know, and uh, the Green Green Bay picks for in the first round, I think, was Jordan Love. I'm like, and you had, you had to see it. You, the writing was on the wall, but you had to see that Green Bay was going to pick a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know too much about Jordan Love, you know, how he played in college, but I just thought that was a wrong pick to make when, you know, your offense, your offense was struggling and you need help on the defensive side too. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know. And then the pick, the pick they, they made this year was a defensive player. But like I said, we'll get into that here in a few minutes. It's just, the guy, you know, you think the same way with Bart Starr and Brett Favre and now Aaron Rodgers, you know, they've, I was reading something where those three, those three guys have played, Favre and Starr, Bart Starr had played, played 16 seasons with Green Bay and now Aaron Rodgers played his 16th season and he may be out the door like Favre and Star. So um, I just I don't know what Green Bay's thinking, but you know somebody somebody as talented as Aaron Rodgers, you would you would think you would think you would get him help mm-hmm. where he, where you need it. Granted, he's not Tom Brady, but the man has the man Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a football player. I think he's better than, in my opinion, I think he's better than Brady. Yeah, he hasn't won millions, millions of Super Bowls. Yeah, but he he plays he plays in like the brutal winners in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Boston's cold. Boston's nowhere near as cold as what Green Bay is in the winter. I could be wrong. I, I'm just thinking of geography. I mean. I think Boston is more north than Green Bay. I uh, think. Bo- Bo- uh, Green Bay is more... Uh, Boston's nowhere near Canada. Green Bay Green Bay is in Wisconsin. Yeah, I know that. But, yeah. I mean... But... I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. Like I said, I'm trying to think. And the more I'm picturing, like, the weather map or any kind of map, I'm thinking... Boston, I, I think Boston is more north than Green Bay. We'll look it up. But, we'll look you, it up. You know, but I just give, you know, he's a franchise player. He's the face of your team. Mm-hmm. Get the guy the help that he that he needs and deserves. You know, that's just, that's just my opinion on that. And, you know, I like, I like, I like to see Aaron Rodgers retire as a Green Bay Packer. And play more than sixteen seasons with the team. I mean, every every Green Bay Packer fan wants that. Yeah, yeah. And they want to see their quarterback retire as for for their team, and they would also probably appreciate it if he did it as he was going out as a Super Bowl champion, exactly, or something like that. I mean, everybody wants that from from their from their franchise quarterback player. But uh, Rogers. Um, the, the the dispute or the talks between him and uh, the 
and management have not been going well. Uh, and now he has dropped a bomb on on the story and said, if you guys can't fix this and get me out of Green Bay, then I'm retiring. So Rodgers looks like he's going to pull, I think he's going to pull a Brett Favre. He's going to retire and then somebody's going to pick him up because he gets out of the contract. Because then he has to pay, what is it, $11.5 million, um, which was a signing bonus that he had. Um, he has to pay, oh, in both uh, this year and next year, he has to pay $11.5 million back to Green Bay. That was his signing bonus for his newest contract. Um, so, I mean, if, if he, I'm sure he has the money. If he's smart, he would have the money. Yeah, well, he is. Um, and that so, um, if he pays it back this year and next year, and that, but I mean, if he does retire, he could go somewhere else. He could kind of pull like a Brett Favre kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like I'm done with football. I've I've played my share, and I just I don't have the love or the passion anymore to play for Green Bay. So I'm I'm just I, I'm retiring. And then you're going to hear talks or in July or something going oh san francisco 49ers are talking to aaron Rodgers, reportedly retired and that's because now rogers has been asked by uh san francisco 49ers the denver broncos and once again the las vegas raiders as preferred trade destinations wow what do you think of those three I don't see him. I don't see him going to San Francisco because uh, San Francisco drafted a quarterback last night in the draft, so I don't see that happening. Denver is a possibility, and so is Vegas. But like I told you earlier, I also heard that the Steelers were interested in Aaron Rodgers. That I don't know how I would feel. Yeah, it'd be cool to see Aaron Rodgers twice a year, being a Bengals fan also. But I don't... I would preferably like to see Aaron Rodgers in green and gold, not black and gold. Oh yeah, definitely. My my own uh, personal... My own personal opinion there. But out of Denver and Vegas... I would probably lean more to Denver because their quarterback situation is a dumpster fire, and I could I could see him going to Denver and possibly winning a Super Bowl. Speaking well, speaking of Denver, I did see something uh, the other day that said Tim, Tim Tebow is thinking about returning to football. Yes, he uh, actually did have a he tried out. He was working with the Jags. Oh, the Jaguars. The Jags. Really? The Jaguars. He uh, he wants to come back as and play as a tight end. He he won't be a quarterback. Oh, okay. He but he's he was working out with the Jaguars tight end coach, but there hasn't been a deal or an offer or whatever made. But mm-hmm. I could see him playing for for uh, Jacksonville because. Urban Meyer, former head coach of the Florida Gators. That would be a perfect, you know. I wouldn't mind seeing Tebow come back. I, li- I like T. 
Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he pulled off some great stuff. I think he should have considered that move into a different position earlier in his career. Yeah. But, you know. Well, I mean, everybody was saying that, that he, his style of quarterbacking may have worked at Florida when he was in college, mm-hmm. but he couldn't pull it off in the pros. And I would say that was part of the reason why he struggled is because he was a college quarterback. He's not, he didn't transition that well into so, the, into a professional quarterback and everybody kept on saying he's too big he's too big he should be a tight end he should be this he should be that and the more i listened to the people who kept on saying that about him the more i looked at him and because i i to be honest didn't like tim tebow during those two years where florida went back to back yeah in the uh, i mean of course he was he was a florida gator i didn't care for the guy either but the more I looked at him, the more I saw the argument for him not being a quarterback. And I was like, yeah, why? It, yeah, he he shouldn't be a quarterback. But then again, everybody wants to look back to that memorable, was it Hail Mary that he threw in... Against Pittsburgh in, in Denver. Yeah, in Denver. And everybody's like, no, he can do it, he can do it. And then you lose the following week. Wasn't that a playoff game? I believe so. I think I it was know. a playoff game. Yeah, and then the following week you you lose. It's kind of like, well, there goes that dream. Well, I mean, the only two decent quarterbacks that I know that have played for Denver, of course, John Elway, and then you had Peyton Manning play. So, I mean, you know, if Aaron Rodgers... If Aaron Rodgers decided to go to Denver, or if they, the Green Bay decided to let him trade him to Denver, again, I probably wouldn't have a problem with this. I just, I don't, I don't understand why he would go to Vegas. And I, 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 I like I have a say in where he goes, but I, I, I would be not, I would not be a happy person if he went to Pittsburgh. No, no, definitely. And that, I mean, but I know my buddy Nate, he'd be like, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers, woo, yeah! <laughs> but, it, it is what it is. And he actually, God, I said it. You said it again. He oh, said uh, the word! Ah! But anyway, uh, this morning when I was talking to him, speaking of, of Nate and the Steelers, I can't believe he likes them, but <laughs> it's his team. Uh, me and him were talking about the draft this morning, and he's like, yes, the Steelers got uh, the kid from Alabama, Najee Harris. He's uh, the yeah. running back. And he's like, yes. I'm like, dude. Yeah, relax here, man. Calm down. Calm down. And because I'm I'm still trying to figure out what the hell the Bengals are, are, try, are trying to do, but we'll get that in, in here in a bit. But... So you you think Denver? I think I I, I Denver would probably be the best spot for him to land. Like I said, or, or Vegas, eh? I don't know. And San Francisco, they just drafted a quarterback. They still got Garoppolo, and they just dra- drafted uh, the 
Lance kid from North Dakota State. Ah, uh, okay. Trey, Trey Lance from North Dakota State. So I don't I don't see him going San Francisco. Who knows? You might well, trade Garofalo to Green Bay and. What is it? Isn't uh, isn't the Jeopardy studios in like L.A. or something? Yeah. And, um, I, and he, Aaron Rodgers, uh, guest hosted some Jeopardy episodes during the off season. Uh, since, I thought he was funny as hell. I th- I thought he was good and quite knowledgeable. Yes, very. Um, but then again, you, you do realize that they have the answers in front of them when they read those questions. No, actually, actually, when I, uh, he, uh, he, I mean, he is a very bright guy. Oh yeah. He uh, he during training camp, uh, like the quarterbacks, uh, they were talking to talking to the quarterbacks that you know he was around and teammates of his, and he said. He would just come up with stupid random facts yeah. about, you know, this and that and other things. He's like, oh, I believe in the UFOs. And <laughs> it's kind of like the Baker. If anybody has recently seen the Baker Mayfield interview, he's like, he's like, oh, I saw a UFO uh, in Cleveland or something. <laughs> so... We're not we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of UFOs and whatnot, but it was, it was just funny. And and Aaron Rodgers, I I could see him being the host of Jeopardy if he retires. He could be like, you know what, the well, hell with he, football. I'll, I'll I'll do this. Well, he did say he he liked it and he would like to do it full time. Yeah, he did say that. So I think that's why probably San Francisco is in the running, or what is was in the running. Um, out of the three, though, I would be more comfortable with him being in Denver than anywhere else. Uh, definitely not, um, Schittsburg. Um, definitely not. Um, and who knows? The sources here could be completely wrong, just like CNN, or not CNN. Yeah. <laughs> ESPN. I don't know why I said well, that, that one. that's just as worse. And that... Uh, but ESPN, where they were like, oh, um... J.J. Watt's yeah, going to J- Cleveland. Yeah, J.J. Watt's going to Cleveland. It's like, Arizona. Wait, what? So, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's weird. I didn't know it was this bad for Rodgers and the Packers. It's sad as a fan to... As an occasional fan, I'll be honest with you. I'm an occasional fan... And to hear that this is going on, it's just like, ugh, gut-wrenching. And if he retires, okay, I, I think that could be the better outcome, in my opinion. But if he, if him and management have a screaming match for, like, let's say the next month, uh, and they finally work out something and he does get traded to whoever... Mm-hmm. I, I, that's not going to sit right with me. It's not. No. I mean, if he retired and then, like, let's say he retired, he got out of the contract, he paid the first half of his signing bonus back to the to the team, he's no longer obligated under anything to anyone, and then all of a sudden you see, oh, Aaron Rodgers is trying out with... Uh, the New York Giants or something like that, I'd be like, ugh, 
I mean, it would just be a gross taste in my mouth. But yeah, if he, but if he retired, that. stayed retired, and just wanted to do Jeopardy, I'd be like, that was the more dignified way of leaving. That you said the Giants, and I just was like, either either New York team that just be. Ugh. I mean. Well, you had Brett Favre. You had Brett Favre who went to the Jets. Why not have this? Why not have Aaron Rodgers go to the Giants? No, <laughs> don't put that image in my head. No, just stop. You don't want no, to see him in the blue and red. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with the Giants. It's just no. <laughs> that's that's worse than imaging. I don't know if it's worse, but it's just as bad as imaging Aaron Rodgers in a Steelers uniform. No, Steelers are worse. Okay, okay. Steelers are way worse. Or, or imagining, imagining Aaron Rodgers in a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Never going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. But the image of Andy Dalton in a in a Dallas Cowboys jersey just that was freaking weird, man. That was freaking weird. And now he's in a Bears Bears jersey. See, I feel like that's more him. When when I saw him in the Cowboys jersey, I was like, "Wow, this is just weird, just so bizarre." Did, when when did I enter the Twilight Zone? Bizarro world. And uh, but now that he's a bear, I mean, I'm I'm picturing the jersey, and, uh, and I'm just going, "Yeah, I can live with that." <laughs> so, all right, do you want to get into the draft, man? Yeah, we can. Uh... Draft expert. We can get into the draft a little bit. I'm not going to go the full rundown of the first round. Second round is going on as we speak. So, uh, the first round, you knew this was going to happen. Uh, the Jaguars, you, they had the end of the end of the college football season, and they knew what was going to. You knew the quarterback that was going to uh, Jacksonville. So, um, last night, uh, uh, yeah, last night, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson, number one overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so, the first three picks in the draft were all quarterbacks. So, you had, uh, at pick two, um, the Jets, which we just talked about, yep. they uh, acquired, they drafted Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. And then uh, hmm. uh, pick three was the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, their, their pick came through, or came from the Dolphins through uh, Houston. So they picked uh, quarterback... Uh, Trey Lance from North Dakota State, which he only played 17 games and played one game this year due to COVID. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe sitting under Garofalo will help him out. I don't see him starting game one of the 2021 season, but in the future I probably see him, you know, starting after Garofalo gets traded or retires from the league. I could see him starting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, pick four, Atlanta uh, drafted Kyle Pitts, tight end from uh, University of Florida. 
which for for the Falcons, I think that would be a good that was that was that's a good pick for them. Oh yeah, and it gives them a big uh, tight end, big receiver to get, uh, you know throw to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the pick number five pick was the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. So this pick kind of I was on the fence with this pick, and I'm still kind of am. They picked Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. He was teammates uh, with Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Bengals. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's all fine and dandy that they picked a, a receiver, you know. But you, my question is, Charlie, Yeah. and I know you probably can't answer this for me, but give it your best shot. So, you have... You have an offensive tackle. Yeah. Penny. Uh, hang on, where? Penny. Sowell. Sowell. From, from, uh. Oregon. Oregon. Offensive tackle. Yeah. So, if you, you know your offensive line is garbage. Yep. You would think, okay, we draft an offensive tackle, give Joe Burrow protection. Mm-hmm. You could probably find a decent receiver later. Second round, definitely. Se- second round. Well, their second round, their their second round pick, they traded, uh, or well, the Patriots traded their second round pick, or the Bengals traded their second round pick to the Patriots to move up. But um, yeah, and I just got the update on who their second draft pick is. So, uh, uh, Bengals draft Jackson Carmen, uh, number 46 overall offensive lineman out of Clemson. So they did pick it up offensive lineman. So, yeah. okay, good, good. So they did pick up all offensive lineman. Yeah. But my, my thought behind this is, uh, how, how could Joe Burr, you know, your line's garbage. So how are you helping your quarterback throw to a receiver if you're going to end up on your ass, yeah, you know, I mean, Joe Joe Burrow took hits like no other last year, and then he tore his ACL and MCL, I think it was, mm-hmm. and you know, that, that just, it's mind boggling. But it I is. Get, I get they have a chemistry. You know, Jamar Chase and yeah. Burrow, Joe Burrow have a chemistry together. Yes. So, on one hand, I don't find it wrong or it to be a bad pick but if you're wanting to protect your franchise quarterback I would have gone with an offensive lineman first yeah but that's why I'm here doing this and not in the front office <laughs> of, a, of a, any major league uh, front office so that's you know yeah so the Bengals drafted Jamar Jamar Chase out of LSU, so that makes Joe Burrow happy, guys, and we'll see what's to come this season with him. Yeah. Uh, my my reaction to uh, Jamar Chase, I understand the chemistry aspect of it. I mean, you did just lose. Uh, Was it about a month or two ago? You lost um, AJ Green. Who went to Arizona? Yeah. Um. So you lost one of the best wide receivers that the Bengals had, but he 
he it seemed like he every time he was injury prone and it seemed like every time the ball was snapped to be a throw aj green was the likely intended target that's why he got double teamed so much double coverage so much um and it was hard for any quarterback to throw it to him whether it was burrow first year or if it was um andy dalton, andy dalton throwing it to him for the millionth time um I told somebody yesterday that if the Bengals don't draft an offensive lineman first, it's going to be a bad year. That That's my prediction. Um, when I saw that it was a wide receiver, I was like, well, then I guess it's going to be a bad year. I, I was just like, I, I, I didn't even really look at the name. All I saw was Bengals draft wide receiver, blah, blah, first round draft, or as their first pick in the draft. And I'm just like, okay. Get ready for another crappy season. Uh, now that we're just now finding out here on this Friday evening that they just picked up uh, an offensive lineman, uh, Jackson Carmen from Clemson. I mean, part of me is kind of like, does it make up for it that they didn't do it the first time or in the last round? Part of me is kind of like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, at least they understood you needed an offensive lineman, mm-hmm. or you need several, in my opinion. Um, so it's good to know that they didn't like go from wide receiver to running back, or well, that's, that's wide what... receiver to safety, or something, or a kicker, or a kicker, or something like that. At least they were like, you know what, we're going to need a big body to protect our quarterback in order to make that throw to his former teammate yeah, uh, from LSU. So it's kind of smart, but at the same time, I'm going, if, if you wanted to be really smart, you would have gone after your first choice first. Yeah. You would have gone after the thing that you need the most, not what you want the most. You wanted a wide receiver for Burrow to throw to, to make that connection. That's what you wanted, but you ignored your need, which is we need to protect our quarterback. We need an offensive line. Yeah. We need to start drafting offensive linemen. If they can draft one more offensive lineman, that's what I was hearing people. They got to do at least one more, and it has to be the third round. Yeah, that's you what... put it off any longer. That that offensive lineman's not starting. No, that's that's what I've heard. Uh, well, of course, my buddy Nate, he was, uh, he's like the the second or third round. Cincinnati needs to draft. They need to go back to back draft offensive linemen. Yes, and that's I I agreed with him. I was like, yeah, you know, um, so I mean, they do have T Higgins. Which they drafted also last year, mm-hmm. and but the go back to the teammate things. I saw that happen quite a few times last night uh, during the draft. Um, you had you had Trevor Lawrence it, get reunited with uh, his running back that he had at Clemson, uh, NTM. I can't remember the kid's first name, but uh, it was NTM uh, to a. Uh, the uh, quarterback for for uh, the Dolphins, he uh, got 
uh, a receiver that he played, he threw to while he was in college, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Hmm. So, and then, um, again, another Alabama player uh, went to the Eagles. Uh, I can't think of the guy, the kid's name. But there was a couple, there was, and that was the, a couple players reuniting with former teammates that they played with in college. And that's that's the first time in the NFL draft that's that slow down. That <laughs> has that it's happened where you've drafted former teammates. Mm-hmm. So th- um do you think they're trying to evolve the the way they pick these players like Hey, these guys did really well together in college. If we can somehow get them together on our team, they'll they'll be a bit boost or something. Well, that's that's what I'm kind of thinking. I mean, you know, uh, I just I don't. I I think I think it'd probably be it, it, it would work. You know, I'm a. I was I was sitting there thinking last night. I was like, "Yeah, so in the next few years, this won't be the Cincinnati Bengals. This will be the Cincinnati Tigers, and you know, like the LSU Tigers. It'll be half of the LSU LSU team, former roster. Yeah, so I eh, maybe it'll work. I don't I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens this year with. Trevor Lawrence and the running back's name was Travis NTM, and then we'll see what happens there in Jacksonville. We'll see what happens in Miami with uh, Tua and Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. and um, Jalen Hurst and Devontae Smith. He was the receiver that was also played in Alabama mm-hmm. with uh, Tua and Jalen Hurst. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with those three teams in the upcoming season, um, and we'll get we'll we'll get. This is kind of excited me. Um, we'll get to Green Bay's pick. Now they drafted a cornerback, a cornerback from Georgia, Eric Stokes. CB, not QB. CB, yes, Eric Stokes from Georgia, and the Washington Redskins. Or, as anybody else wants to put it, the Washington football team. They drafted a player from the University of Kentucky. Oh, really? Who'd they pick yes, up? Yes. Um, I got to find it here. Jamin, Jamon, or it's, uh, to Hold me on. it's it's Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky. I know I'm butchering the kid's name, but I think it's Jamon, Jamon. Jamon Davis. He's a linebacker out of the University of Kentucky. Packers. I'm looking at it. Or looking it up here. It was it was before the Packers pick. Oh, before the Packers pick. Okay. Er, wait a minute. Yeah. It was before Grim. It was uh the nineteenth pick. Oh, okay, pick. yeah, I see it. I see the 19th it. Nineteenth pick. Yeah. Yeah, Jamin Davis. Linebacker, yeah. University of Kentucky. That's cool. So, uh, I think, actually, I think he's the first Kentucky player since Tim Couch to be drafted in the first round. 
I think. Really? I don't... Or maybe, no, maybe Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, Benny Snell. I think Snell went in the later round, but I do do think uh, Bud Dupree did, okay, I misspoke. I think Bud Dupree did go in the first round. I was about to say, I was like, really? I didn't think that was, I didn't think it was that big of a stretch between the, between the two players. And then I I kept on thinking, no, we're we're talking only like a couple couple seasons here ago that we had somebody. Maybe one or two seasons ago. But So I mean over overall I think the teams depicted in the first round got the players that they want, you know, needed. And it was a lot of Well, there's a difference between wanting and needing. Wanting is something something that you desire so much that you're willing to put off what you need versus, oh, I need this because it's a priority. I have to have it because it's a priority. And I have to ignore my want because my want is is just, um, it's a feeling. I, I'm going to set wanting is I'm satisfying a feeling needing is I'm satisfying a priority a hole a gap a requirement that needs to be made in order for next season to be good so with something like the Bengals they went for a want player and this round they just went for oh we need an offensive lineman it's like yeah. it was a backhanded kind of thinking where it's like oh we we got what we wanted oh but now we really need an offensive lineman it's like should have done that the first round yeah and uh the uh, penny sewell did get drafted uh like two picks later by the lions yeah so. yeah i saw that and then i also saw uh who was it um somebody from northwestern got drafted uh rashawn uh, uh I, I just saw it and I I exited out of the app and I yeah, I, so I. I can't remember but I, yeah it was like two offensive linemen who are, are top tier players yeah top tier players and they got drafted around or, or after the Bengals went and I'm just like oh you idiots uh, it's it just this is why I'm not a Bengals fan this is why I I, I bang my head up against the wall every year watching the Bengals. And I, I, I have, I'm the same way with the Reds. It's like, oh, there's hope. There's hope. And then third game in, where's that <laughs> bang, wall? Yeah, well, bang, I got to find that spot on the wall that I constantly bang my head on. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I know I'm asking you as a Yankee fan. Uh, the, you ever see the movie Fever Pitch? With yeah, Jimmy I, I, I've, I've seen it. Yeah, okay. I, I mean it's Jimmy Fallon. I watched it. And so. I, I have my opinions on his funniness, but well, uh, but any, but my anyway, big toe is funnier than him. But we'll... but there's a uh, there's a line at the beginning of the movie um, where it's like, well, we finally did it after 86 years of banging our heads against the big green wall, and that, and I was like. I, when you said we're banging our heads against the wall, yes, we are literally banging our heads against the wall here in Cincinnati because do we have to claim a curse that has to be the reason for both Cincinnati Reds and the Cincinnati Bengals' downfall? Can't say that about the Cyclones, though. Nope, sure we at least We at least have a winning team in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Is that I'm it? Wait. 
I that's all I I have, Charlie. I mean, all right. I wasn't I wasn't going to bore everybody going down the line. Oh, do we need some light? I think we do. Turn on a light, and that it's going to be the second one over there. Hey, let there be light. And, God, and it was good, and God rested. Um, so, we have found the last call Stein. We didn't have it last episode, so it is back. And uh, I think it's my turn to pick, so you shake it up. Okay. And I, I, don't I think work. I'm owed two here because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because right, you picked twice in a row, and... It's the only category you currently lead me in. Is picking more times from the beast time. Fight me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Right. Got it. Oh. Okay. Still going on football. Okay. But this is going to be college football. Okay. That's a week. I can work with that. Alright. So... Who's your favorite college football team, and what kind of season would you hope they would have? And a national title, or just get to a bowl game, well, or, or even win the SEC turn the SEC championship? Or so it's pretty much what is your dream outcome for college football? What what stars have to align for it to be a great season? So we 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 both we both know that I'm a Notre Dame football fan and a Kentucky Wildcats football fan. Yeah. Since we live in Kentucky and but I grew up watching Notre Dame football. I want to me the perfect season would I just I don't think I was I've been around to see a Notre Dame national title win. So that that would be a good a good thing but with Kentucky first either knocking off Alabama or LSU for the SEC title and then Kentucky winning a national football title so that that would the stuff better yet and I know this is wishful thinking and the the universe might be twisted upside down and Barry Allen messing up the timeline and whatnot. <laughs> I'm going off the wall with this. But it be it would be awesome. And one wish is coming true this year. And we'll get to that after you go. Okay. It would be Notre Dame UK Oh, national title game. Oh no. no! And and as much as this pains me to say, I would want Kentucky to win the national title. Really? Yes. I'm shocked by that one. You know, you 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 yourself know how big of a Notre Dame yes. football fan I am. Yes, I do know. And, but and Grandma Carnes come and strike you down, sir. And Pat, I'm sorry for, to say this, but that that would be you, the stars, the cosmos would have to be at that perfect alignment for that to ever flipping happen. 
Dude, you just lost your ticket into heaven. Oh, well, we all we already knew that I was going to hell, so... And, uh, man, you're going to get up there. And Pat's uh, going to be waiting she, there for me. She's going to be waiting for uh-uh. you. Well, she's going to hug you and be like, Mike, it's been so long. Great to see you. And then after she lets go, she's going to look at Peter and go, you can do it now. And he pulls the lever and there you go. Straight to hell. But that that's, I mean, I know, I know it's not going to happen. But that's, to me, would be just. The per- perfect, per- perfect the, season. The, per- the perfect. Even better, Notre Dame and Kentucky go undefeated. Oh man! And it would come. It would come down to that. <sighs> okay. See, I I want can I want Kentucky to win badly too? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a new I I am a I am a ten year Kentucky football fan. I never cared for Kentucky football until like the year two thousand and nine or something. Yeah. My my senior year in high school, and that goes to show you how old I am. Um, but I mean, I went to a football game, my very first UK football game in two thousand and eight, and it was an awesome experience. Loved it, and just rooted for the team all year. And they had a good year, and they went back to the Music City Bowl and. One again for the third year in a row. Um, but, I mean, over time, it's just the Kentucky football spirit has gotten in me. Like like the Kentucky basketball spirit gets yeah, in us. Yeah. We're born into it. We're, that's the, that, that spirit that you're talking about? Yes. That's the spirit I was getting into Saturday night when I was watching the girls, the, the ladies play volleyball. So, it's like, okay, maybe you added a new fan. Maybe. So, and let's that, continue. I'm sorry. And that, so, I opened up my mouth last year. Um, was it when last, don't you? What, was it last year or two seasons ago? I think it was, I think it was two seasons ago. I'm sorry. I'm going to correct myself. It was two seasons ago, 2019. I opened my mouth and said, Kentucky had a really good 2018 season. Yeah, we lost a few players because they were seniors or they were at draft eligibility yeah. age, and they and they and they left. But I believed that we had enough recruits and that the recruits that I saw coming in that the 2019 season was going to be good and Kentucky was going to, uh, they were going to at least beat uh, Georgia. To have a really good season and be SEC contenders. Yeah. Because if they beat Georgia, they beat, they would win the SEC East. And I was like, if they win the SEC East, they have to play whoever's in the SEC West, whether it be Alabama or LSU. LSU. And I would take that. I, to be honest, and I got ridiculed because people were like, you would want to see Kentucky get crushed by Alabama in the SEC title. As long as they made it. I just want to see Kentucky make it to the SEC uh, championship game. I don't care who they play. Alabama, LSU. I mean, is Auburn in the West? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it could be Missouri for all I care. I don't give a crap. 
And I just want to see Kentucky have a really good year to where they get to the SEC championship, and that way they're at least a legitimate contender for a bowl that is better than the Music City or Liberty Bowl. I mean, for the love of Pete, give me a Cotton Bowl. Give me, give me the Peach Bowl. Give me the. I don't know. Peach would be a little big. I mean, I'd love it. Don't get me wrong. I would love it. But, I mean, just give me a big bowl game. I'm tired of all these mid-tier bowl games that Kentucky gets in the middle of December, like two days before or after Christmas. Yeah. And that's so... My perfect season... This is... this. It's not just Kentucky. This is how I want the whole year to go. Okay. And that... One, Ohio State doesn't win a game. And uh, they, they, they go 0-10 or 12. No, that whatever. would be a perfect season, to be honest with o- you. Ohio State goes winless. Um, Penn State wins the Big Ten. Um, Kentucky goes to the SEC Championship. I don't care if they win or lose, as long as they go. It was, it was that good of a season. Um, let's see here. Uh, you take, uh, it's no longer the four teams, it's the eight teams for the football playoff. And that instead of the four that they do, oh. do eight, double it, make oh, it okay, eight. Oh, okay, okay. You, you, I had that look on my face, like, what the hell are <laughs> yeah, you talking about? Yeah, what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about change, Mike. I'm talking about change. Um, make college football great again. Oregon Ducks have to win the Pac-12 and be part of the eight. Okay. But you also got to get a small school team in there. And so, please, I'm... If you say Ball State, I'm no, looking out. No, it's not Ball State. It's the other BSU. Boise State. <laughs> the Broncos of Boise State, Idaho. Swerf turf. And uh, so... Hey, I lo- ever since 2007... I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll ever you since go. 2007, when Boise State beat Oklahoma in triple overtime in the Fiesta Bowl, I was like, I'm a Boise State fan. That's It was the greatest football game I had ever watched. Um, I'll give it to you. That's allowed. And then, so... Uh, Boise State has to be in. Oregon's got to be in. Kentucky has to be at least considered. Uh, Ohio State doesn't even make it. Penn State is wins the Big Ten, is in the eight. Um, and man, I'm missing one. I know Notre it. Notre Dame. And I, no, I really don't care about Notre Dame. Sorry, Grandma, you knew this about me before you <laughs> left. Um, so, um, man, I know I'm missing one team, and I'm trying to think. Oh, West Virginia. Got it. I have to care about Brittany's West Virginia Mountaineers. West Virginia has to win the Big 12. Okay. And that. So, all of those things align. It's the greatest football season ever. It's like it's like when you and me watch wrestling and we root for all the people that we want to yeah. want to win yeah. and then management turns around and goes, "We don't care about the fans. We only care about the heels." Or the storylines so, or whatever. Funny, not to cut you off. <laughs> it's okay. But it's just but, that's what I was thinking. It's like funny, these are the fan favorites that need to win. Funny thing you mentioned the wrestling thing. Yeah. So I was I was reading something this afternoon, and all I believe in WWE, 
Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan, and there's a couple other uh, wrestling promotions out there. All their major champions are heels. Wow. That blew my mind. I bet. But that's... that's uh, I, I wanted to let you know about that. But the the one of the dream matchups yeah that so i found out the other day october 2nd this year yeah south bend indiana notre dame and the university of cincinnati (gasps) oh my god somebody i don't care who you are listening or whatever Get me and Charlie tickets to that game. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it's a home and home. UC is going to... And they're both ranked. Notre Dame's number 7, UC is 10. Oh my gosh. UC is... Oh man, they're going to play Notre Dame. This is incredible. So, something... Went right, but I I suppose well, okay. So I mean, granted, that is awesome, and we're finding about it, finding out about it now. I I have to bring us back down to earth because I'm you know I'm, it's going to be a Nash whooping because I'm hearing. Well, it's I I don't care about the score. I'm not thinking scoreboard here. I'm thinking scheduling here, and. I have to go back to uh, an experience that I have with my aunt who used to work at Ball State University and we used to go to the Ball State football games uh, up there a time or two and there was one year that Ball State played um, number three Oklahoma at Oklahoma Uh, and we were like well we we were joking like what were they thinking well one they weren't um, in terms of in terms of thinking like oh it's a, it's going to be a good matchup this year no it's they playing those kinds of games on the road against teams like Oklahoma or Notre yeah. Dame those are big payday games to where you get a check from the big school to come and play them and they and that check kind of funds your program yeah. for the for the next year or something but also these games are actually scheduled like two years in advance yeah and but we don't know about them until it's released like hey look who we're playing this year well so just keep in mind this was decided two years ago even before covid so if it, if it is a home and home you're you're going if when they play in cincinnati you're going to have to have that game at Paul Brown. Oh, yeah. No way you're going to have that thing at, at Nipper. Nipper. No. no. Nipper's not big enough. You would have you would have to have that at Paul, Brand, Paul Brown. And the cool thing, it should be one of Notre Dame Stadium Series games <laughs> and where they do the different uh, jerseys. Jerseys, yeah. I, I just got this weird... You want, you want to see Notre Dame in the apple green, don't you? No. Oh, no, okay. No. Well... Notre, Notre Dame, since the you know how they did the pinstripes for Yankee Stadium? Yeah. I'm going to burn in hell for this. <laughs> but you do the Notre Dame jerseys and the bangle, like the bangle stripe, 
the the Bengal uh, tiger stripes. Tiger stripes. Yeah, you do the gold. You you do, hear me out. You I'm, do I'm the, listening. You, you do the gold yeah. as the stripes, and then you do the blue, blue jer the blue Na navy blue jersey. navy blue jerseys with the lettering or the numbers in white or gold. Interesting. Very interesting concept. It just it, it would be it would be weird. Yeah. It would be weird, but it'd be like they did it with the Yankees. You know, you could you could probably do something like that with folks. Don't get angry. It's just a brainchild of me and of mine. And anybody listening at Notre Dame or UC, yeah, seriously, this is my idea. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, yeah, it's all Mike. This is Mike's show. It's his idea, not mine. Um, I would never have gone that far. <laughs> um, but also, if you would like to see Drop the Gloves podcast do a live podcast for this game, hit us up! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could do South Bend. We could do UC. You know what? Just don't no. make me go to Chicago. That's no. all I'm going to ask. No. No. no, Chicago. Um, I'll, I'll go as far as the board uh, of the of the county line of South Bend, Indiana. But if you tell me like, oh, Chicago's only an extra twenty minutes, be like, nope, turn around, turn around, <laughs> take me back to the hotel. So, but okay, <laughs> that uh, I'm sorry, that, that I was just like, my mind goes down a freaking rabbit hole when I'm just like, <laughs> it doesn't even, or it doesn't even have to be Notre Dame. Doing the Bengal stripes, you see, that would be a cool concept. Well, they kind of already have. It's not really stripes, is it? It's no, more, it's, it's more it's the claw. Yeah, the claw. The claw, the claw scratches yeah. or whatever. All right. But you could do Cincinnati Bearcats. You could do the black helmet or red. You go red hat, red helmet with the black Bengal stripes. Yeah. Or you could go black helmet with the red. I actually, I've actually seen. These articles that you get on like Facebook and stuff is like, oh, your favorite sports team does color, color revamped colors. Color. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the red or the reds or the Bengals do the UC thing, and it looks kind of cool. Hmm. So, but enough of that. It just, I, I, I get excited over little, small, it's, it's, minute things. It's the jerseys. You can't help it. So. Uh. I mean, we think about that stuff yeah. sometimes. We have way too much time on the. <laughs> we have way too much time on our hands and way too many opinions. That's why we did this podcast. Exactly. So, uh, that's that's a uh, that's all I have for our show tonight, Charlie. Is it? Yeah, I'm I'm done rambling because <laughs> if I talk anymore, we'll we'll hit two hours. So right. I don't want to bore our listeners. All right. Well, hey, it's your show. Close it out, man. I mean. Alright guys, um, I just want to say thank you for listening tonight, listening to me and Charlie and our crazy ramblings and whatnot. Um, follow us on Facebook at Drop the Gloves, a sports podcast on uh, on Facebook. Uh, follow Drop the Gloves podcast on IG. We, I've learned not to... <laughs> Don't don't follow don't follow mine and Charlie's personal accounts on IG or Facebook. Just follow our show, and um, you can find us on our host anchor or our host 
platform, Anchor, mm. um, Apple, uh, Google. We're still on Google. Still on Google. And then I don't know the rest, Charlie, so. Spotify, uh, Spotify, oh, Spotify. Overcast, Radio Public, <coughs> Breaker, and Overcast. That's the one I always forget. Yeah. So, uh, this is uh, Mike signing off. Uh, have a good weekend, guys. And uh, be safe. Guys, have a great week. We'll see you again next time.